Really quickly, just wanted to let you know that the Inspiring Talk podcast is now available in video format on YouTube. If you'd like to watch this conversation, you can head on to our YouTube channel, Bize Gautam. While you are at it, show us some love and subscribe to the channel so that you won't miss the upcoming episodes. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. So first step is, have you got a very clear-cut goal in mind? If you have not sown the seed, and you're waiting for something to happen, nothing will happen because the seed is not sown. This is the goal. I have a faith. Now this is going to happen. So having the goal and then attaching a faith to it is the is the real process. So we are constantly with our activities changing the energy and that's how manifestation works out. Now people have in fear throughout the day, right? Uh, stress throughout the day and they're wanting to manifest something bigger. Listen, it's like sowing the seed of banana waiting, to, waiting for mango to happen. Doesn't happen that way can't throughout the day keep imagining the goal because you cannot be positive throughout the day. So morning you do this and you say, okay, I let it go now. Universe, I send it to you. Now come back and you do the work. Detach from it. So even if you feel negative, the negativity is not entering my goal. From Wine Studio, you are listening to The Inspiring Talk a show where I bring the conversations with today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you take your life, business and career to the next level. I'm Vijay Gautam and in today's episode, how you can use the power of your subconscious mind and the manifestation techniques to accomplish any dreams and goals that you have. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Talk podcast. This episode is all about manifestation, law of attraction, and how do you accomplish any dreams and goals that you have. To help us understand the concepts of law of attraction, power of our subconscious mind, I have invited Avinash Anand Singh. Avinash has been a law of attraction coach for several years now. He has worked with hundreds of people through his programs to tap into their subconscious mind to accomplish any goals that they have. In this episode, we discuss law of attraction, visualization, and we go deep into the process of visualization. How do you actually visualize the dreams and goals that you want to accomplish in your life? How do you develop the abundance mindset so that you can attract anything that you want in your life? And also, we talk about the affirmations, power of affirmations, and so on and so forth. This episode is your masterclass on manifestation of your goals and dreams by tapping into this wild potential that each of our subconscious mind has. Let's get started. Avinash, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Machai. A pleasure to be here. I've been watching your episodes and amazing insights in all episodes. So very excited to be here. Same here. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about the work that you do, particularly teaching people on manifesting the things that they desire in life. Right. So let's start with the understanding what is manifestation. Absolutely. So uh, this con concept of manifestation became popular, especially in last 10-12 years with the launch of this book called A Secret, Rhonda Bryan. Amazing book, uh, very good start to read. And that's when the world kind of got to know about this part. But this concept has been a very integral part of our Indian wisdom. You know, if you look at the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda, Swami Shivananda, 
we have talked about this part. It's a very, very core idea of, of the spiritual wisdom, right? So, uh, manifestation in the simplest term is that you are not living a life where things happen and you just face it or you just react to it. But we are an active co-creator in the journey of life. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what is going to happen tomorrow, day after, these are not just destined, most people believe that, right? Or completely out of my control. I have a say in how my life turns out to be. And when I consciously do follow a process or uh, do a, maybe a ritual or a, you know, maybe a follow a tools or techniques, I get to control and shape my life events. So when we do that part, we say, oh, I have manifested something. So manifestation is the outcome we are looking at, which can be in terms of money, relationship, perfect health, a business, you know, of that sort, right? So it's the outcome. We are what we kind of tend to achieve as a result. That's what manifestation in a, in a, in a simple way, simple terms means. In a way. The popular story of Jim Carrey, you know, writing the check for himself of uh, what, $10 million? $10 million. $10 million and imagining that, hey, right, um, you know, right. I get a movie deal, producers are running after me and, you know, Absolutely. everybody wants to Absolutely. feature me while he didn't Absolutely. have anything. Nothing at all. Uh, right. And then the first movie he gets is of... The Dumb and Dumber and yeah. that movie got him $10 million. But he also said in this show with opera that, you know, when I was imagining every night in the evening, having that producers coming to me, he said, also said, I was not then going and eating sandwich. I was also doing the work, which means I was also knocking doors. And in that process, when I was imagining, visualizing and going to people, eventually opportunity clicked. So a lot of people mistake that, you know, that you have to only visualize and imagine and then do nothing, sit in, the, in your house and watch Netflix and things will happen automatically. No, you have to be also visible, be there where things connect to each other in a way, right? So yeah, Jim Carrey, I think one of the biggest advocate about this concept. And then like Silver Stallone, Muhammad Ali has been, uh, Bruce Lee has talked about this a lot, right? And many great teachers. In India, we have people like Ranbir Singh. Uh, we have people like Sachin Tendulkar. He talked about subconscious mind a lot. That how he Did Ranbir Singh also uh, talk about this? Uh, absolutely. If you There's a show with uh, Simi Garewal on YouTube. If you go and find the clipping, he talked about this part that uh, you know, before he uh, was ever in Bollywood, he was imagining himself to do movies with Karan Johar, right? And eventually he happened to find one of those movies where he got a break and he came inside. Not from a... No, a star family. He mm -hmm. comes from a very ordinary background, right? Anushka Sharma also followed the, the process, Vipassa Basu. So a lot of these actors in Bollywood and Hollywood as well, right? And that's what, there's a science behind it. It's just not a random phenomena where by fluke something can happen, but there is a science. And now, I think in the time we are in right now, we know about this part, that exactly what possibly is happening in that process. Mm. So we'll get into the science, but let's take this step by step so that, you know, everybody who's listening for the first time, they are getting sort of exposed to the idea of manifestation. And we might have all heard that, hey, you know what, our thoughts do something, but then we not necessarily know how to do it. How do I like go ahead from what I want right now and what the process looks like if we can break that down. And then we, you can also like talk about the science, right? Let's talk about the topic that a lot of people would ideally want. Like everybody would want the abundant right. um, in all areas of life. But Top on the list is the, uh, you know, abundance of money, right? So let's say somebody says that I want to make XYZ amount, right? Like in Jim Carrey's case, it was $10 million, right? So let's say whatever that number that people have in their mind right now, then what are the tools and the resources that are out there for them to sort of tap into that they can, they can do? Before I talk about this part, one of the most searched Google term 
on YouTube about manifestation is how do I get my ex back? Oh, that's a very popular oh, really? search query. <laughs> you know, one of my uh, uh, YouTube guy was saying me, sir, make something on that topic. It's mm. very very hot topic out there. How do I manifest my ex, ex back, back in my life? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that. that's a good hook um, to get people. But yeah, abundance very important. So there are many steps for it, right? Number first step is most people uh, when you talk to them that uh, what is your goal in terms of money, mm. they'll have no goals. Nobody has even a figure uh, in the mind very clear that what is that I want to earn in next five years time, ten years time, and most people would say, "Oh, I'm doing a job right now. I'll go at ten percent hike, twenty percent hike, and that's how I reach in a way, right?" So, first, creating a goal, an outcome, is the first step. What you rightly mentioned, right? Without a goal, it's like you have not sown the seed. And let's take the analogy of the seed and the and the plant. If you have not sown the seed and you're waiting for something to happen, nothing will happen because the seed is not sown. You know, I want a mango tree. It takes five years time, but I have to sow the seed first, right? If I'm not sown the seed, that is going to happen. So, first step is: Have you got a very clear-cut goal in mind? Mm. So that is what you call sowing the seed. Sowing the seed, the mm. first step. Mm. It always start with a very clear-cut outcome, because look, the nature, the way we look at life right now. If you look at the nature, everything is very precise. The entire nature is a very fine rhythm. Nothing is just randomly happening. Though we may not know the reason behind it, but everything—look at the sun coming up, the trees growing, you know, the life cycle, the days in—everything has a very precise rhythm to it. The way we have a biological clock as well, right? Circadian rhythm. So, until and unless you do not follow a very precise system, randomly nothing is going to happen. The first step is setting a clear-cut goal, which possibly in this you talk about abundance, having a money outcome for yourself, right? That I want to have X amount of money in X five years time. First step, and most people. The mistake they do is they say, "I want more money." Okay, take hundred rupees more in your salary, but that's not what you want. You want more money. How much is the outcome clear? Because now we know that brain works differently when it knows the outcome. There's a very famous book, uh, and I'm just diverting from the topic a bit. Uh, there's a very famous book called as the Psycho Cybernetics, right? And this book was written by a a, a surgeon, a, a cosmetic surgeon, uh, Dr. Max Maltz, and entire self help industry, which we have seen last fifty years, kind of is based on this book. And he talked about that. How our brain, in a way, functions, right? So we all have a very strong self-image in our mind, right? Mm. About what can we do, what we can't do, what is possible, mm. what is not possible. Our worth, our worth, self-worth, mm. self-esteem, right? And whatever goals we set, these are indirectly sync with the self-worth, self-image. So if the goal you're setting right now is not in sync with the self-image, guess what? There's no chances that your brain will ever work to even help you find ideas to achieve the goal, right? So I think uh, coming back here. First step is to create the outcome very clear, right? That's the first step. And when when you have nothing, when you have the money, and then you're saying, okay, I want to make more money, easier because you already make the money. But you have nothing, you make an outcome. First step. Now, when you make the outcome, the biggest mistake people have is with a goal. When they see the goal, most people around you, and if you're staying in that company, they would say, oh, yeah, too big a dream. No, come on, get more on practical terms, right? This is too big an idea. And anybody you find on the top who has gone through Rack to Riches story, right? When they had a goal, nobody believed in their goal, right? But eventually, we know they end up reaching to that goal. All the great legends as well. So when you have the goal, what are your belief system about this goal? Is it possible, or you think it's not possible? Moment you believe that this goal is possible, now comes the second step. When you believe something that it is possible, your brain starts working differently, and that's what the basis of what we call as placebo effect 
right? Then talk about placebo, where a doctor gives you a medicine. It's not a medicine. It's just a saline water, and your body goes through healing because you started believing that it's because gonna, you started believing that because putting this in will heal you. If I'm having this uh, medicine, if it's a medicine, I understand. If it's not a medicine, also. So the brain has inbuilt capacity. Now, there's a, a researcher from Stanford, Dr. Alia Kram, and I urge everyone to go and find a TED talk on YouTube about this talk she gave on on TED, uh, in which they did an experiment. They went to a, a hotel and they uh, interviewed the hotel staff, and 30, 40 of them. Two groups they divided. One group they asked that how many, how much activity you do throughout the day, and they say, "Are we clean the uh, rooms? We clean the floor, and all of that." And they told them, first group, that listen, the amount of activity you do every day is exactly the amount of activity prescribed by general doctors to be healthy. And second group, they said nothing. It's a control group. Guess what? They come after months back, and they see those group uh, for whom this idea was given that the amount of activity you do is enough to be healthy, they end up losing weight. Nobody went to a gym, no dieting, nothing at all. They did only the idea was planted in the mind, and they end up losing weight. Wow! Because they started genuinely believing, believing that what I'm doing is I'm good doing for my right health. Now, it's mm. good for my health, mm. and the mind, the brain started shifting. Body started becoming more healthier. So now we know with science that belief has a major role to play. So coming back to the point, when you have a goal, what is your belief system about it? Is it possible or not possible? So merely having a goal and not believing it. Listen, you have a goal, but you have not involved the brain in the picture. Or the mind is not in the picture. It's just a fancy idea. You're not believing it. The game changes when the belief comes in picture. When what we call as faith comes in picture. That this this is a goal. I have a faith. Now this is going to happen. Now how do you come to the faith aspect? Very important. Should we do a quick demo so we people who are watching this they'll have more experiential understanding, yeah, right? Yeah. So so all of those who are watching and you also Vijay, imagine a, a, a lemon on your hand right now, mm. a big yellow juicy lemon, mm. right? And see this lemon, the texture, feel the weight of this lemon, right? Imagine you have a knife in your right hand, mm. and take the knife and cut this lemon into two pieces, mm. right? And take the half piece of lemon, mm. smell the lemon, mm. right? And imagine you are squeezing the lemon in your mouth. You're mm. having the juice of the lemon in your mouth right now. Squeeze mm. it tightly, right? Mm. Chew it completely, mm. right? Uh, you've got a saliva in your mouth. Yeah, I do. Right. Mm. Your body has released digestive juices mm. to digest the uh, lemon juice. Mm. Where is the lemon? Mm. It's here. It's not physically brain. present. Mm. It's in the mind. Mm. So the brain has a has a unique uh, system, which is the brain cannot understand the difference between reality and imagination. What you consider as imagination for the brain is also a reality if it's seen clearly in the mind. And before the podcast, we're talking about this. You know how people end up gaining more muscle strength just by imagination. How do you have more belief? That's where you know I love this guy Michael Phelps, you know U.S. swimmer, old uh, swimming champion, thirty-two gold medal in Olympics, only guy in the history of human race. If you listen to his his talk uh, with his coach on YouTube, uh, there's a good video by him. From age fourteen, he imagined himself, visualized himself winning all the matches. He used to co complete the race in his mind hundreds of times. Mm. He said every gold medal which I won in the match, it happened second. First, it happened in the mind. Mm. Visualization is a tool through which you develop faith. Mm. Because when you visualize, now we know with neuroscience, when you visualize, your brain can make plastic changes, which means you can form new circuits just by the act of imagination, not even doing that act. And then the we talked about the piano study from Harvard and the muscle study. How do you develop faith? When you're imagining your goal, achieving the goal, living that reality. So the brain suddenly 
starts feeling that okay this has happened for me and that's where i start developing more conviction and faith in the case of lemon now imagine this move the lemon right now and put a imaginary fear here what if i fail now the fear also has the same impact over you you will feel nervous you go into a state of negativity or anxiety just by a thought so that's the ability of the brain it can make you feel very positive very negative so having the goal and then attaching a faith to it is the is the real process obviously the tools goes deeper but so for abundance mindset or the abundance the goal of abundance having a goal and very bring the faith that's where the game changes what happens now now in the brain we have a system called as reticular activation system mm, ras, RAS right? yeah. the work of ras is simple this example and a lot of people who have uh, no they would have this uh, uh, maybe a similarity in their life as well as example you decide to buy a car a red color you know honda xuv something right mahindra xuv and now you go outside you see the car everywhere yeah. right you see the poster of the car you see in the mall parking now the car was there before as well why you are now noticing the car because this ras is a bundle of neurons at the back of the brain the job is to filter out data from the environment right so any given point of time our brain is processing tremendous amount of data more than they say 2 million or 4 million data hmm. but not everything is coming in your conscious mind only a few data maybe say a percent of it is coming in your conscious mind now what you get in the conscious mind is what you act on so moment you believe something now the mind is starts generating uh, or bring your awareness to those ideas which can help you get to the maybe the idea of maybe building that money through a business through a job through something so when silver stylon rocky he was a poor chap uh, so poor that girlfriend left him nothing to feed he had a dog loved him a lot and one day he decided that i can't feed the dog as well so let I, let me sell him and he went to a liquor shop there's a guy who bought him as well and this guy had no job and he sat there thinking that i want to live a great life what do i do and he saw a poster of a boxing match which was put there free entry he went inside the boxing match and being there he got a idea that what if i can make a movie of a boxing match and he wrote the entire script of rocky sitting there on a waste paper now he takes the script goes to many producers they all said what a crap movie nobody will watch this right all denied finally one guy said i will i will produce and direct this movie right but he said listen but the terms are different if we make loss you will bear majority of the loss and if we make profit it will be equally divided he said okay go ahead good and he had nothing to eat at the point of time like such a low point in his career and then he says something he says listen okay we are agree on the deal but i will be the lead actor and the guy says are you crazy you can't even speak properly because rock uh, silver salon had a paralysis on the left left or right cheek so his voice is slightly in a, in a, in a different way right he says are you crazy he said no so then i am not uh, giving the script i'm not doing the movie then he walked out Mm. after a month this producer calls him back okay come back let's do this but the terms change now the entire loss if the movie makes a loss it goes to the goes to silver stallone and that's how the first version of rocky came in rocky 1 and now we know what happened with rocky 2 3 4 5 yeah so how does that idea of the picture came in because he was having an intention that i would do something to become great and the brain was constantly searching for ideas and here was the idea which the brain brought in your awareness so that's how when you have a goal your mind will generate an idea maybe to call a friend maybe to write a book x number of things can happen right and that's how you reach the goal it's not going to happen that you imagine an abundant goal and tomorrow you get up and lord ganesha is standing with the money in his hand that's a foolish idea you will get ideas to execute work on 
for this to be achieved. That's possibly the process how it works out. Wow, that's beautifully explained. So now you mentioned about uh, visualization, and this is something that a lot of people talk about. And visualization, in very simple terms, is you just see what you like as the outcome on your head before it happens, and with as much clarity as possible, right? So there is something that if we want to accomplish in our life. that is there a process of visualization how do i go about thinking it right because sometimes and we'll come uh, to affirmations a little later after this maybe we can talk about affirmations and the roles um, you know um, that plays in the whole thing but how do how does one visualize okay so you know uh, visualization is a, again as you mentioned simple activity wherein you see yourself achieving a certain outcome right now there are two kinds of visualization one is a process visualization one is a outcome visualization what is that number 1 i want to earn x amount of money right and i see the goal very clearly in my mind now my mind believes that this is possible before it was not a belief as well now i said believe that okay i think i can make 10 lakh rupees a month right it's possible for me because i've seen the outcome i see myself reaching that goal living that lifestyle and all of that right which we hear people like lady gaga jennifer aniston people like uh, you know model graham something right all these people eventually imagine themselves living that life having the outcome now that's one part of visualization a lot of time people do this and they may achieve the goal or they may not achieve the goal because you have seen the outcome but listen just seeing the outcome doesn't make the outcome happen you have to work for it as well and working is a difficult part and that's where it comes which is called as process visualization where you imagine yourself doing that activity in a very 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 precise manner which means you are laying down in the brain the circuits of doing that activity every single day and reaching the outcome so when these two are combined together it becomes deadly right now so we so before i talk about visualization let's talk about brain states right now uh, or the conscious subconscious mind now uh, we are talking right now right we are what we call as in a beta brain state so if you measure the brain through a, a eeg machine the different activities of brain right there in a beta brain state which in which if you look at the brain uh, the activity cycle the activity of uh, you know in the brain what is the cycle per second it is around uh, you know in beta it is around 14 to 21 cycle per second that's the brain activity which means waking consciousness we are active we are trying to find reasons what is right what is wrong the logical thinking at the state right but moment you start feeling a bit drowsy you know you're watching something you're feeling a bit drowsy you're going off to sleep your thinking mind starts to come kind of slows down it goes kind of to sleep and you can't think properly what is happening you're entering alpha level of brain activity in which semi sleep state just entering the sleep which is by the way is the gateway of subconscious mind in which your brain activity goes down to around 7 to 14 cycle per second which means less brain activity no logical thinking that's where intuition comes that's where ideas come flashes comes you know epiphanies happens at that stage and then from alpha when you go to a, a sleep state when you are sleeping you are seeing a dream right we look at the brain activity is into theta which is uh, from 4 to 7 cycle per second and then you go to the deepest part of the sleep in which there is no dream right completely at the deepest level called as delta 0 to 3 cycle per second which means there is hardly any brain activity right most people they visualize when they are in beta waking consciousness but in waking consciousness your logical mind is active and what is logical mind all the conditioning the world has put on to you what is possible what is not possible what can be done what cannot be done right now if you visualize from that state as you're visualizing guess what a thought in your mind would say listen you're trying to be a million dollar who are you fooling you know 
drop this stupid idea. And people say, I have to visualize, but I have this negative thought. Yes, because you're falling beta level of mind. Now, simplest activity which you can do to make it more effective is to enter alpha. What Michael Phelps did as well. So if you look at the video, what he said, uh, and look, why I give Michael Phelps and these people, because 32 gold medals is not easy to win. It does not require only the skill set. It requires something greater, you know. He said he used to practice what we call as progressive relaxation. So every day as you sleep in the night, you enter alpha. Every day. It happens for us. We go to alpha, theta, delta. And alpha, theta, delta is the subconscious and conscious mind. But when we enter that state, we lose our awareness. We're not aware. We simply go and sleep and we get up. Oh, I, I slept, right? The key is, can I enter the brain state and be aware? That's the key. So when you sit down and relax yourself, right? Relax your body parts slowly, take some deep breath, lights are dimmed, right? You're feeling very relaxed and calm down. When you feel that the body has entered a certain level of relaxation and the thoughts are not, not coming right now, your mind is also very calm and, and, and kind of relaxed, right? You have entered the alpha state and this is where visualization should happen. There are many tools for it. Hypnosis, this is what it does in a way. And there are many processes for it. You know, there's a technique called Yog Nidra in our Indian science, which uh, this neuroscientist from Stanford, uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman, talks about it. NSDR, non-sleep depressed, which is a scientific term. But eventually the, the idea is, is what we call as uh, uh, Yog Nidra, right? That's a process in which you relax the body consciously and you go into a very deep state of sleep. Uh, not sleep, but aware. Body sleeping, the mind is aware. Mind is active, right? Now, in that state, when you visualize, what happens? There is no logical mind. When you're seeing yourself becoming a person, achieving a goal, there is no counter thought coming in the mind. And just by doing that activity, that change in the visualization process, right, brings a drastic change in your outcomes, right? So, as you sleep in the night, relax yourself, keep the body relaxed, go lighter a bit, lights dim, and the moment you feel, I'm slowly feeling a bit of sleepy, start imagining your goal then. That's one. Or else, when you get up in the morning, the first 10-20 minutes, you are coming from delta, theta, alpha, and beta. Yeah. So, first 10-20 minutes when you get up in the morning, don't do anything. Spend that time in visualizing your goals. Because your mind is, like you see, in the morning, we are not very active. Like, what are you It that? takes a time for you to get to your yeah, normal, yeah, normal, normal, conscious state. normal conscious state. So, that's yeah. a very amazing time to visualize an outcome for yourself. This is where, you know, this thought from Edison, Thomas Edison comes in. He says, never go to sleep without putting a request to your subconscious mind. Mm. It's a very famous quote he said. Wow. Mm. And most of his invention was a result of this, you know. And we'll talk about maybe as we go ahead. So, uh, these two times, which you can uh, do miraculous work if you can visualize then. But in, if you visualize in the normal, normal waking state, what is happening is you'll have counter thoughts, logical thinking. Not You're not possible. 100% believing it. Absolutely. Mm. So Because belief... Spent, the thing that about belief that you mentioned is not happening. Absolutely. Because the logical mind says, what? $10 million? Are you a fool? Look at your marks. You've got 60% marks. Look at your, uh, right on the salary. So logical thinking. But look, if it's all logical thinking, the world will see no progress. Mm. All records are broken because somebody had the courage, audacious dream to break the records, right? So somewhere, everything is possible. You know, but you have to bring the belief element, the faith element, and which requires uh, practice as well. So that element in visualization changes the game. When you go to alpha or theta level of mind, and then you visualize. That's where the key is in a way. Mm, I think that's a great practice for everybody who's listening on how they can actually visualize it. When you visualize, like you said, and again, within visualization, I have one more question, okay? When you visualize, do you see yourself there? 
or do you visualize in third person how do you you decoding all the workshop tools yeah, now yeah yeah i'm like you know, <laughs> you know amazing, yeah 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 amazing so look both process works out so what we call as in the visualization term first person visualization or third person visualization right so what is third person when i see myself as someone else doing something as, mm. as a third party you see it yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm standing there i'm talking to the person you know and that's also effective which is good sometimes people can do this very easily right third person visualization but what we know with science or uh, from the ancient wisdom as well first person visualization is more powerful when you are not seeing yourself but you are being there from your eyes living that moment so if i'm interviewing avinash then i don't see myself because right now i'm not seeing myself absolutely i see what i'm seeing right now in absolutely. real life absolutely you are very the first powerful person. very powerful in that state the brain uh, kind of gets programmed or subconscious kind of gets programmed very faster so if you can be in the first person state and the missing element is the emotions yep if you can Im- involve all your five senses when you're visualizing see yourself you know imagine yourself like i'll give you one example so i was in mumbai and i was uh, you know doing a uh, attending a session and i saw in the session it was a pranic healing workshop uh, something which i really uh, love and adore and there was this person called as neswadia mm. the wadia group chairman the mm-hmm. bombay dying you know the yeah, yeah. brand britannia he was at the at the uh, at the main in the front row and i said wow i am a sales guy i'm yeah. my marketing <laughs> sales i said let me go and pitch in and this was 2016 or 17 i was just starting my work you know still just growing up i said let me go and pitch in i said but no if i pitch in what if he says no if what if he gets angry all of that part so this was the first tea break i saw him at at the front i said let me let me give a shot so what i did was i sat there and i run through the entire movie in my mind i'm going to him i'm shaking his hand i'm giving his my visiting card and he is saying avinash wow amazing work i love this work and he's very happy very positive he's giving me his visiting card and all of that so i did this for 25 minutes sitting at the last seat wow. and the session is on and i'm mm. visualizing myself right yeah. and i saw myself that when i'm going to him there's nobody here he's alone standing there and he gets he, he give me time to talk talk about this as well lunch break happens i see where is he no where to see him uh, lunch break gets over people come in he comes at the last i say oh i missed the opportunity but there's one more lunch tea break and these vip seats people had a different entry and exit mm. to go in mm. so in the i said okay i have one more opportunity which is the evening tea break right 4 o'clock so i went to the tea i came back early and as i came back early i saw he was starting at the at the front and one lady was talking to uh, talking to him and i said now is the time for me now i have visualized everything that i'll go to him i'll talk i'll give my card all of that in that 30 minutes practice right and i said is the time to go ahead now and i made the move and i'm going there and i'm i'm, I'm it's like it's like a movie being replayed in my mind that i just saw this happening right now i cutting the long story short i went there as i went i was closer to him the lady moved he was alone I said sir my name is Avinash I'm a great fan of yours you know and this is my card and the way I imagine his response was exactly the same mm. right and there's a common link I come from a place called Bihar he follows Bihar school of yoga mm. and there's there was a rapo building a point he yeah. said man uh, you're from Bihar I love Bihar school of yoga mm. you know and then he gave me his card he said Avinash come to my uh, office let's do some work together wow and, and all this I imagine using all my five senses six months later I was doing a workshop for his entire five leadership senses. team. Five senses. Talk about five senses. Yeah. Exactly. Six months later, I was in his company doing the workshop for all his leadership team. What I eventually imagined. So coming back to the point, five senses. So if you're not involving your five senses or only a visual, generally, which is the prominent sense we have, 
the still the subconscious belief is not stronger because you have not involved the touch part of it feel part of it emotion part of it smell taste you have not done that part so moment in visualization you bring all the five senses acceptance in subconscious mind is faster it increases the potency of visualization by 10 times minimum right and if you add the emotional element of it that's where the faith comes in picture because they say uh, emotion is the seat of subconscious the heart what we call as the heart chakra is the seat of subconscious so moment you bring in faith because look the thoughts or the data is in the mind but the body the thought is not in the body thought is here in the body we have emotions emotions embodies right so for manifestation this is involved in the body as well thought and emotion both has to be in sync right so moment you in visualization you bring five senses plus the emotion it's extremely powerful and no matter what you want to achieve for yourself improving in something like i was a very ordinary student in my past right hardly any confidence low inferiority complex low self esteem you know i used to i don't used to like my uh, the skin color the texture my personality and i was like oh my god till the point i have that image in my mind i'll never grow i'll never achieve because i never have confidence in me no self worth and the first thing i did my mba was to start imagining myself to be a better person and using all the five senses and that's only the game started changing So coming back, five senses, emotion is the critical part, which you wow. rightly said. Wow, I think this is really powerful, and I can relate a lot to this. Right, um, to the part of me, whole my life right. till my twelfth, I believed that I'm an average student, and that's the level that I lived with. And uh, because I wanted to go to, you know, I come from Nepal, and I wanted to go to Kathmandu University, and I couldn't make it to the entrance. for the course that i wanted to study and that's when i came to delhi and that was the moment when i said that hey you know what even if i couldn't make it to the best university i'm going to be best wherever i go and that's the commitment that i made and then the first day i went to my college you know all i had was 68% on my 11th and 12th average right and the kids in the college first year were 85% 90% but then i believed or i committed that i'm going to be best and i was just paying attention to who are my competitors here these are my competitors these are the kids who are answering you know when you know professor is asking question these are the people who are answering these are my competitors and you know like i just believed very strongly and then sort of did that and the the next thing that happens is all four years of my college i topped um you know and which for myself was like all my life i believed i was an average student and how the hell on earth is possible that i could never imagine myself as a topper but here i strongly believe that i'm going to be topper i could see that on my head and at the same time i know i was taking action but i have a question here okay now you said that you when you imagine you visualize you see the pictures but for you to accomplish any goals or get any results that you want okay and this might be maybe from a, i'm taking a step back and maybe this is also from the whole universe kind of thing right hmm. you seeing things on a head hmm. you feeling on your heart right you believing it seeing it like involve as many senses as you do right. but all of this is happening within you absolutely. on your head absolutely then how does that hmm. goes on to change the event in the world yeah, for you yeah, like you yeah, said yeah. that you know i imagine that i'm going to go and meet this person right. and he's going to be all by himself yes. like there's going to be no other person yes. and then how does that happen that yeah. that lady you know just moves in right. is that a coincidence yeah. or you know is, is that something that our mind is so powerful mm. to create those scenes that we have been imagining mm. by you know like just changing mm. you know isn't that crazy mm. 
And this is this is the meat of the entire topic, right? Okay, so before I go ahead in this, uh, the way you talked about your topper, something similar happened in my life as well. Till graduation, I came to Pune, very average. I know I took a two years gap, like what would I do in MBA? Like no interest. And finally, I came across a college called as the Sardana Center for Management, SCMLD in Pune. Professor M.S. Pillai was, late Professor M.S. Pillai was the founder director. And in that college in two years, this where my life changed. Mm. First year, I still was ordinary, last venture, doing nothing at all. And I was visualizing myself. So I said, in the college, what the best can I uh, achieve for myself? And the only thing I saw was this award, which the, every year, the batch uh, passing out, the best all-rounder student. One lakh rupees cash prize, multiple job offers you get, name, fame, all of that. And I said, let me aim for it. Now, for me, it was a very, uh, very, very, what do you say? Unrealistic. Unrealistic idea. Mm. What the hell? You can't speak in a class and you imagine yourself to be the, the best all-rounder student. But I kept on imagining, right? I imagined myself st- uh, getting on the stage, uh, taking the award, looking at the kids, all of that, part, the class, everything. It so happened, I said, okay, uh, if this is my outcome, what do I do about this part? Now, those questions started coming in my mind. I said, the only thing I can do is to work with the professor, closely with him, which I can use something, learn and change. And I entered in his close proximity, started doing workshops, seminars in the college, handling placements, all of that part. and. Next, second year, life completely shifted for me. I was 24 into 7 into work. And cutting again the story short, on the convocation day, I think 29th April, when they announced the Best Friend Award, guess what? I was the one. Boom. My dad was standing at the back, at the back of uh, the hotel, Lee Meridian, Pune. And he, was tear- he had tears in his eyes. He can't believe that this possible for this guy, who always saw that as our average chap. And for me, that was a breakthrough moment. Oh my God. I visualize, but when you receive it, it's like you being the top. It is something completely different. Oh my God, this is really happening. And when I was going to the stage, step by step, you know, getting on the on the on this podium towards the podium, it was like, oh my God, this is like I'm living every moment which I imagine for myself, right? And that was a breakthrough moment for me as well. Post that, things change. So coming back, how it works out. Now listen, uh, and all those who are listening right now, this experience, I ask people this question, and till now in last. For me, last 18 years of my work, I have met thousands of people. Everybody says, yeah, I have this experience, right? And I'll ask you this question as well. Has it ever happened with you? You are thinking about somebody, a person, a loved one, a friend, and a call comes. All the time. What is the logic for this? What is the basis for this? And it's not a random because everybody has this experience in their life. I was thinking about somebody. I met a friend. I got a call from them. What's the basis? So something's happening. We may not know the reason for it, but something's happening at the background, right? Imagine this. I put in this room, do you see ants somewhere? Nowhere, right? Suppose there's no ants here. And I put some sugar here. In two hours, you'll have a very fine line of ants coming towards the sugar. Who will WhatsApp them? Who would send an email to them? They look at this, there's sugar here coming right now. When in winters, some birds from Siberia would travel to India or like these birds who migrate, hundreds of kilometers they travel and they go somewhere and they come back at the exact same time. The entire plant, animal kingdom works on that thing. What is that basis of that particular thing happening? You know, something is there. So now we know what is happening. We have something called as the earth magnetic field, right? The electromagnetic field of the earth, right? And if you look at the ancient wisdom, even we, though we think we are the physical body, which is not the true reality, we are the consciousness, but in the body, we have something called as what our sons in ancient wisdom talked about, Koshas, right? Pranameya kosha, Manumaya kosha, Kamumaya kosha, or in English we say sheath, S H E A T H. We have different bodies. 
physical, etheric, emotional, mental. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now these bodies are not physical. These are energy bodies on mm-hmm. which we have we have heard about chakras. Mm-hmm. And this body is where the chakras are based at. So which means everybody has something called as what we call as energy body or in a general term aura, right? Prana body, pranic body, aura, which is by the way the basis of all alternative medicine, right? Now, when you imagine something, when you're creating an outcome for yourself, the way, for example, I I am calling, I'm in Pune, you're in Delhi. I'm calling you. I dial a number and the call comes to you exactly. How come? How the call from my phone is coming to you? Well, I put a number, the information is being sent to the server and from the server, your number gets uh, mm. fed in and your number, the call comes in, right? Something similar is happening here. When I'm imagining something, first thing happening is in my energy body, I create what we call as energy form of an idea or what we call as in the spiritual terminology, thought form, right? idea or an outcome possibly, right? Now this idea, this outcome is made up of energy. Which energy? Mental energy, emotional energy. And these are deeper spiritual topics, but this this idea is a thought, right? Now this thought as energy has no physical limitations, right? This is one of the deepest concepts in the spirituality mm. you'll understand about, right? These rishis and munis, when they should do telepathy, right? They will communicate through this thought, right? Uh, somebody wants to go deeper about this part. There's an amazing book uh, by Swami Shivananda, who was the you know one of the uh, great spiritual teacher, and his disciples started Bihar School of Yoga and in the U.S. Transcendental Meditation, right? So he wrote a lot of things about this this concept, right? So when you think of a thought, this energy of thought gets into your system. So you're walking with many thoughts, which are energy vibrating in your aura, right? In your in your aura in the energy body, right? Now. Every thought of, of individual, all of us, is very unique, right? The energy is completely unique. Now, we have uh, cameras which can capture the energy body. So, current photography, uh, GTV camera, gas discharge visualization. And today is common in mm. many places. You can go and take a picture of your aura as well. How my energy body looks like right now, right? Wow. So it's a well-known now science in a way is coming up. And these are all generally has come from Russia. So, now, this thought which we have is a very fine uh, form of energy you have created. Now, you visualize for once, the energy is there, but very weak. It's not stronger. You visualize for one, two months' time, the energy form has become stronger. You add the element, element of emotion, which means the idea was a seed, and emotion is a fertilizer. Moment the emotion comes in picture, the game changes. So, the great Rishi Patanjali, mm. he said once in one of his books, it is written, uh, the thoughts, and I'm not exactly quoting it, but like it's like the, I'm just giving you the essence of the Just quote, it, huh? That uh, the thoughts you held in your mind with faith and certainty manifest in physical reality. So when this thought becomes stronger with emotion, is vibrating. Now, because all of us are connected with one energy field, which is the earth energy field, everyone, every human being, plants, animals, all of us, right? So moment I have this very strong thought and in which the thought is, for example, starting my own business and building an income stream, this thought as it vibrates, the nature of this thought is or energy is that like energy attracts like energy. So when I have this thought in the universe, through this energy field, it is attracting a certain similar vibrations. The birds of same feather flock together, right? So if my thought is stronger, in case of Jim Carrey, you end up somehow meeting the exact person which can help you get that done. 
So your energy body is the interface through which you communicate with the energy of the earth. And on which basis you know, animals travel, you know, they swim, you know, they are following the earth magnetic field, bees. And that's why today with the, uh, with the mobile towers, the energy field of the earth is disturbed. That's why bees are getting extinct now. 70% is gone. Because they, they go out, they can't come back to their home. They have no direction to come back because the, the magnetic field is disturbed now. Now, there's a scientist uh, in uh, Germany, an astrophysicist, right? Uh, Dr. Bernd Kroplin. Uh, he was researching that when people are going in space uh, and they get sick, how do you heal them? Mm. You know? So he was doing some research on this and he ended up finding something miraculous. And a lot of uh, YouTube videos of his, right? What he found, and he, found, he did the research on water. What he found is a very simple experiment he did. Suppose I'm, I'm having, a, say, there is a plate in which I take a syringe and I take a drop of water. And I put that water in that, in that plate. And they see the microscopic picture of that water. So the water has, when the water evaporates, it leaves a shape, right? And if you just go and Google it, you'll find these images on the Google as well. So if I put 10 drops, right, from that syringe, all 10 drops have the same image. Exactly the same image. But if I give the same syringe, having the same water to you, and you put the drop now, <laughs> the image completely changes. Wow. The image completely changes. I take the same syringe back, I put the water, image is same as before. So, if you now put the drop, it's different. And if I put it's different, and it's the same water, same syringe, right? What eventually they found is, and this was not just once, twice, and he's a proper scientist. Years of study. What they found is, when I'm putting the droplet of water, it is passing through my energy field. Mm. When you are putting, it's passing through your energy field. And depending on the, uh, the frequency or the vibration of your energy, the structure changes. Wow. And the way we have an eye impression, which is unique, the finger imprint, which is unique, we have an energy, which is completely unique. And there are now scientists like Dr. Amit Goswami. He's a quantum physicist, right? Amazing insight on this. A lot of books he has written. Dr. Bruce Lipton from uh, uh, Stanford, cellular biologist. He talks about this as well. So, so coming back to the point that we are a being of energy and we live in an energy world. So your thoughts, quoting Swami Shivananda, uh, you know, uh, amazing, amazing, amazing teacher. You must read his books, all freely available on, on, I think, on Google as well. He says that thought is even faster than light. And for it, there are no physical boundaries because it's a very subtle energy which transmits. And now, uh, even in, now, there are experiments being done in the U.S., where they are uh, you know, testing these concepts like telepathy, like, you no, know, or can you communicate through thoughts? They have research already in place right now, which is happening in a way. We right? have already started seeing products in place as well, where like computer programs and stuff like that, where you think and things starts happening. Things happening. Hmm. So the same principle which mobile works out, right? Now, there is another institute in US called as Institute of Heart Math, and possibly the most uh, scientific, credible body right now in the world, a group of scientists exactly doing the work on this right now that we all are connected with one energy field, which is the earth energy field, right? So what happens to me also impacts people around me. What happens to you also impacts people around us as well right now, yeah? And, you know, they identified, they, they uh, put a lot of tests, a lot of devices, and they measured that, you know, uh, the human energy field. So from the heart, this, this, this uh, energy field goes around several meters away from your heart. And the beautiful egg-like structure which is like uh, completely around the body. So that is the basis on why if I think a thought, 
I end up attracting something in my life. Because energy has a connection. Energy, like energy, attracts like energy. And unlike energy, ripples unlike energy. You always end up meeting the kind of person you are. Mm. Now, most people want a great life. Mm. Want an abundant life, rich life, successful life. But what are you as a person? As a person, I'm procrastinating, I'm lazy, I'm fearful, I'm doubts. Then what you're imagining will not work out. But what you are is what you're going to bring back in your life. Hence, coming back to the point I mentioned initially, changing your personality is the key. Mm. Till the point you do not upgrade your mindset, your belief system, your behaviors, your self-esteem, self-worth, and raise the energy higher, prolonged success, uh, permanent success is not possible. You may have one, two manifestations, but you go back to, again to the same, uh, same state. Right? What, what Dr. Jody Smith says, personality creates the personal reality. So changing your personality, which is, and what is personality? Your thoughts, your belief system, your emotions, right? your uh, mindset, your uh, actions, you have to change all of it. Before you become the person who earns a million dollars, can you be like that person right now? Can you feel like the person? Can you think like the person? So before these champions in athletes, uh, in cricket, in football, before they became that champion, they first convinced themselves that I'm a champion. What Muhammad Ali said, right? Even before I became the champion, I imagined myself becoming the champion. And then only the reality happened. So just to summarize this, in one line, everything happens twice in this world. First in the mind, second in reality. Nothing can happen in reality without happening in the mind first. And this is the basis on which you know, the entire, if you refer to any spiritual organization or ancient text, it points to this in a way. And now we have science as well. End of data across Dr. Brendan Kaplan, the water research, Dr. Amit Goswami, Dr. Bruce Lipton. End of data, which says, yeah. Okay, can I give you one more example? This is a very phenomenal example. 1995, a scientist from Italy, I guess, Rome, uh, Dr. Reno Pioch, I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly, P O C H, Reno Pioch. And if you go to Google, you'll find this article. He did an experiment. He took newly born chicks, right? 15, 20 of them. And this was repeated multiple times. Now, when the chicks were born, uh, there's, a, there's a room which they built it up, right? And uh, proper controlled experiment. They had cameras set in. The chicks were kept. Uh, when they're born, there was a robot which was kept with the chick. And the robot was designed to move randomly in the room, in that space. Move randomly, right? Now, the chicks are born. Whatever they see, as the first thing moving around them, they think, it's my mother. Right? And the mother was not there. They were kept intentionally around the robot. So as the robot moves, the chicks following, follows the robot. Which means the chicks feels, this is my mother. Now, what they did was, they were, ma they were mapping the robot activity throughout like, how the, the robot is moving. So the robot, a random movement was random. If you look at the chart, and it was like, if you look at the graph they have published, it's like all random in the entire space, right? Okay. Now, what they did was, they put the chicks in one cage at one corner of the room. The robot was left to move freely, randomly. No direction given to it, right? Chicks were at one corner. And this happened for days together. When they saw the movement of the robot in the graph, guess what happened? More than half of the time, or if you look at the graph, it, it looks very, very clear. I think 70-80% of the robot movement was around the cage where the chicks were kept. How come that is possible? Robot is designed to move randomly, which it did. How come this time when the chicks were at one corner, the robot, the maximum movement was concentrated at one corner? How that was possible? 
phenomenal. This is called a psychokinesis, which is like you can make things move with your mind. That's the that's the science of it, the scientific study. And and if you go to the Google, get the PDF link, and you see the picture, you'll see the activity on one side. Conclusion was the chicks with their strong intention to be close to their mother made the robot move mostly around their cage. And that principle works on because we know now we live in an energy world. Quantum physics says that it's not the physical matter, it's the energy. That's the basis of creation. And in energy, we are connected. There's no separation. You and me are connected right now. World is connected. That's why if there's a violence in one place, it will affect everybody. If there's a peace, like in US, they did the experiment. Uh, Swami Mahesh Yogi, Transcendental Meditation, they got a group of people who meditated together and they had crime rates going down in winter season when the crime rates should go up. With meditation, they're able to generate more love and peace in that area. And there's a proper data-driven study for like 30, 40 years together, right? So we know now our thoughts, intention affects the physical matter. And many experiments like this has been done. Somebody is sick and there's a group of ladies unable to get pregnant and a group, some people prayed for and a group some nobody prayed for. The group which was prayed for, more ladies conceive a child. And these are proper scientific studies done in the world. So now we know, okay, so coming back to the point, it's an energy world we are living in. Whatever you want is already connected to you. It's just that you have to pull in your space. And, and the best example is internet. You just type it and you have the data in front of you. And the data is in US, Harvard. How do you get on the Google instantly? There is a data tra getting transmitted, information getting transmitted. Similarly, imagine a cosmic internet, a cosmic mind in which you download information from. And if I put an intention, it reaches to the right person. That's why becoming very specific about the intention is very clear. If it's vague, you are, you are like, I'm calling you, but I'm not putting the right number. My call will go to 10%. And I love the example of Frida Pinto. If you look at this video again, a Simi Garewal talk, her sister shared. She was an ordinary girl, no acting experience at all. And she imagined for six years, five, six years, in her washroom every night, holding a bottle of water as an Oscar trophy and giving Oscar speech. Five, six years later, she gets the first movie. Which movie? Slumdog Millionaire. And that movie goes on to win the Oscar. Is she the, the greatest actor? Not really. The best actor? Not really. How come she manifested the Oscar for her? That thought was so intense, so strongly built, that made her kind of get to the right person, the right opportunity which landed for her, for which we, the name we give is coincidence. But it's synchronicity. You are creating that to happen for you. So there's an amazing article on Google from a, a scientist from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, his name is uh, Rick Henry. Henry is the name. Rick, or I'm not sure. So but I'll send the article link. And there's an article he published, right? In the journal Nature, the most prestigious science journal on planet Earth, right? And in which he, he, he writes an amazing article. And he says at the last, accept this inarguable conclusion that the universe is not physical. It is mental and spiritual. We live in a mental universe where a greater mind, like what the great scientist uh, Mike, Max Planck said, I do not know what is the core of this, but there exists an intelligence which is beyond what yeah. we understand. Mm. And from that core, everything comes out. What mm. even Nikola Tesla talked about, right? So that's the energy field, which you can give many names to it. Brahma, Supreme Param Brahma, you know, the cosmic intelligence, whatever it might be. What that's the idea about. Yeah, absolutely. So now I want to, you know, talk about that energy. Like if our energy is so powerful that it is capable of attracting anything that we want in our life, so, number one, how can we 
raise our energy like what are the like if you were to say like you know one two three you know top like let's say three things or maybe two things whatever what are those top few things that can really help our raise our energy that people can do on a day to day basis or all positive emotions are high energy and all negative emotions are low energy negative emotions have value anger has a value guilt has a value shame has a value that's why nature has given to us but we are not designed to live for a long term in that state those are destructive then now psychology was focused on for a long period of time on studying people with issues anxiety depression sadness and some of these uh, great psychologists like uh, professor martin seligman uh, mihail chikzin mihail in 1990s they said what about people who are super successful they must be doing something correct who are happy as well and successful as well right and they start studying these people and from that study what came out was positive psychology the branch of psychology studies about positive emotions the impact of happiness the impact of love the impact of joy so the more you experience positive emotion right your energy goes higher and ask yourself right now when you're happy your energy was high or low high when you enjoy high when you're blessed when you are grateful high energy when you're sad and angry low energy now there's a amazing book called as the happiness advantage by shawn ekot uh, from a harvard professor and he quotes a study from from a lady called as uh, sonja lumbersky s o n j sonja lumbersky the world authority on research on happiness uh, did a study which was a meta study more than 212 studies combined so they did the research on all these studies which has done been done on happiness right what is metadata right what is the study saying what they found was there's one thing which improves everything in your life if you have this quality uh you get more incentive better job better promotion faster promotion better relationship better health reach your goal faster uh, company's turnover increases the profit multiplies with one quality what is that happiness and the book name was happiness advantage today we know happiness is the single biggest state or the quality or emotion if we can be in that state and the companies the team which stay together in that state they have tremendous results so what is happiness high energy so coming back how do you build high energy many steps one which is most common now everybody is talking about this right now which is meditation ancient people talked about this now we have science you talk to a good scientist ask them what can i do to change my life and improve my life they say practice 20 minutes of meditation why when you do meditation what is happening is and most people have a different notions about meditation but when you doing meditation what is happening is two things one is you are becoming aware of your own inner state which is uh, your emotions your thoughts right just by becoming aware you are also you know you are becoming aware of if i'm holding a negative thought or a negative emotion and when you become aware of it your energy changes because now you are aware of what the activity is happening within you number one number two when you practice meditation uh, what happens is your spiritual energy increases so if you look at the person the picture of the aura through the colin photography before and after and uh, you know and you look at the picture before meditation after meditation you'll find the energy has increased and that's why people who when they practice meditation they feel more peace more calm much better more positive so meditation is a simple practice which can raise your energy if done consistently not once in a year then it's like eating once in a year and waiting that i'll be healthy throughout right number 1 number 2 physical exercises today we have science now that when you do physical activity your energy goes up motion motion changes emotion so you know there's a new uh, thing which you know from uh, mayo clinic i think this research came in that there's a new smoke today like a smoking kills people there's a new smoke which is sitting the amount of time you spend sitting 
it lowers energy, more depression, more anxiety, more chances of obesity, cancer, risk, all of this goes higher. So when you do physical activity, your energy field changes. That's why when you're sometimes you're exhausted, you're tired in the night, you say, I don't have energy. A friend comes and says, let's go for a cup of tea. You say, no, yeah, I'm feeling very, very down, very low. He says, no, come on. And if somehow you go. And after one hour, you say, I'm feeling fresh right now. Energy changed. So exercise, we are designed to move. We are designed to move. A, sci a scientist I was hearing to, and he, he said that, you know, uh, in the brain, we have an organ called as uh, cerebellum at the back of the brain, the what we call as the chota margaj, the nanoparticle movie, right? Around 70% of the brain cells, one type of brain cell is concentrated in that part of the brain. Now imagine if mother nature has put 70% of that brain cell in one part, that must be important. What that part is designed for? Movement. We are designed to move. So when you move, your energy changes. When you move, you can't feel anxiety, you can't feel fear. But if you sit back and do not move, that's where your energy is going down. So meditation, second is moving. Third, simple practices of happiness or gratitude. Give a compliment to somebody. How do you feel? You, you have a release of dopamine, oxytocin. You feel good about it, right? So things like uh, appreciation, things like gratitude, things like following your passion, doing your hobbies, right? So there are many activities like that. And you have to find what gives you joy, what gives you happiness. And then repeat that multiple times in a day, in a week, but meditation, things like meditation, things like movement, and things like deciding to be in high energy. This is what I learned from Tony Robbins, right? He says, the greatest gift you have is to manage your state. If you can be in a high energy state, the way you talk, walk, if you can build that energy, it's a habit eventually, life changes. And that's it. that is what his core teaching is, that change your state, be in a high energy state. So it's a decision we make. Do I sit or do I go for a walk? Or do I feel sad? Or do I get up and just try to move the body and bring the thoughts, chant, affirm affirmations, incantations, visualize and take my energy higher. So many practices, but movement, exercise, uh, meditations, visualization, these are some of the core practices which can make it thing for you. But given you, make it a system, make it a habit, not just once in a while activity. Yeah. No, those were really practical tips for people to go back and say like, hey, you know what, I'm going to just... Uh try and be in high energy state whenever I'm feeling low, whenever I'm feeling, you know, decline in my energy, just you can change the state and I so agree with this, yeah. And, and you know, a simple tool. So if I ask you right now, Vijay, tell me one of the happiest moments of your life. Mm, you know, there are several multiple, you know, events like that. Like I'll go back to the example that I gave, like second year of my college, I was awarded as the best student, um, you know, and which was, which was crazy. I, I couldn't, uh, in my whole life, yeah. believe that you know, hey, this is this is something that's uh, that was possible for me. And after that, you know, series of such incidents sort of started happening. Look at your energy right now; it changed. You went to a high energy. So there's a tool in positive psychology called as recall. What thoughts are you recalling? Very so powerful. Often? Most people recall the sad events of life, mm -hmm. and they're depressed because you're constantly focusing on what has not happened. But there's so many things which has happened good as well. If you can recall those things, imagine it can change your life so faster, right? So can I recall some of the most beautiful things in my life, happy things in my life? If I can just do that, instantly my emotion changes. The brain releases a new chemical, uh, you know, maybe a, a serotonin, maybe a dopamine. I feel so joyful, so loved. My energy changes. So emotion is changed by motion. Mental motion, physical motion or emotion. All that can be done. So there are many things like that, but yeah, these simple practical tips. Wow. This has been such a great conversation and I'm loving the way where this is headed because we started with talking about what 
manifestation is and then now we've gone you know deeper and deeper into this so if if i give you yes. a, the, mm. because you know talked about manifestation let me give you a simple formula and i feel for me this is one of the major formula i follow the equation right and if you can just live by this equation your life will change equation is very simple high energy equals to high quality of life low energy equals to low quality of life the way i can measure your temperature of the body like if i put a thermometer throughout the day i see oh vijay was 9 o'clock 98.5 93 94 that's a keeps in fluctuating isn't it right what if i can uh, measure your energy on a minute by minute basis everybody i'll check in vijay how's energy you say out of 10 7 next minute or hour by hour you'll give me a number right isn't it if i take the sum total of it in in 3 months 6 months one year you would say what is the median what is the average what is the mean let's say about 7.5 Now, if that's your energy in a year's time, you're going to attract things at that level, that quality of life. So, of ten being super successful, seven is good successful. That's the reality you are you're going to create for yourself. You'll meet those people. You will come across those opportunities. If you take action, you get to have those results for yourself. So, you change energy, your life changes, and that's why all super successful people, if you ever go close to them, you'll feel their presence. Yeah, I can feel the energy this guy it's has. Crazy energy, yeah. so we are talking about something more very tangible right and if you change that energy right now you can change your reality so we are constantly with our activities changing the energy and that's how manifestation works up now people have in fear throughout the day right uh, stress throughout the day and they are wanting to manifest something bigger listen it's like sowing the seed of banana waiting to waiting for mango to happen doesn't happen that way so you have to constantly and and in a way make it as a habit to be at a higher frequency So do you do emotional check every minute? How do you do that? Absolutely. So you know, I'll have a reminder on my phone every one hour or every two hours that how are you feeling right now? I say, oh my god, the last two hours I've been feeling a bit anxious, anxious about the program I have coming in right now, or maybe some goal. Oh, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Recall a positive emotion, move the body back to my energy. So this there's a concept in psychology called as metacognition, which is are you aware about your own thinking? Right. Yeah. and generally emotion is a signal from the universe if you're feeling low see your thinking something you're thinking which is not positive and because the brain has the ability to make a thought so real like the, the like the lemon which can make you feel so even a imaginary thought can make you feel like suppose people who have who have fear of snake right and those who are listening as well right now and if i ask you if i just give you a scenario that imagine a black color king cobra Right under the table where you're sitting right now, and it's slowly climbing up to your legs. Now, people who have snake phobia suddenly the changes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if it's an imaginary thought, yeah. the impact of the thought is very real in real time in the body. Emotion releases. It's a negative emotion. Energy goes down. If a positive emotion, energy goes up. So thinking, feeling in itself is a shift of energy. Mind, emo, a heart, and the body, all three at the same time. Yeah. No, this justifies the fact that oftentimes we feel that hey, you know what, this person always. complains and this person is always like is in misery and they are actually living the life of misery right and and we see people who are always happy who are always who always believe that you know bigger things are pos- possible for them and for somehow that is that just happens in their life and you keep on wondering like this person you know just innately believes that bigger things are possible for me and always in that zone uh without overthinking you know it just um, happens for them which is which is really powerful so what are few things that comes in our way as a i would say 
that repels what we want is there anything called as over manifestation or over visualization yeah. is there anything like that yeah absolutely now look uh, so we are working in at multiple levels physical body right at a physical level emotional at the emotional level mental at the mental level visualization happens at mental and emotional level where i am tapping this energy field through my thoughts through my mind through my intention right and as a lady called as line mcgrath the journalist come research come became a researcher and did a lot of experiments on intention how intention uh, affects the uh, affects our life right and so when you do a visualization or a manifestation it's a mental activity you're conceiving of idea you you are imagining outcome which is good but if you continue if you just keep on doing that only when will you take the action so if you just throughout the day keep visualizing right not taking the action it's like i wanted to have the mango but i have never sown the seed or i'm never going to do the putting the fertilizer in water every single day so what i suggest is out of the entire day spend 20% of time in these activities which is of 24 hours maybe 2 3 hours in a way in visualization writing your goals affirmation but the rest 80% of time you have to be physically taking the action because the person is there i'm i'm imagining a right job okay the right job is present for me but i have to be at linkedin for the guy to search me and send me a message but if i'm just no action at all is it becomes delusion what robin sharma says ideation without execution is mere delusion so i cannot just keep on imagining action has to follow as well because we also have to follow the rules of physical reality in which action is an integral part of it so mental reality mind physical reality the body so some people just have the idea never takes an action you had idea of becoming something something and that's what i assume you know something great doing something phenomenal you acted you launched the podcast and you got the success and if this goes for next 5 years maybe you are one of the best in the world in this area so you had a vision and the vision was translated in action through the work you're doing right now so those ideas will come to you when you're visualizing but if you do not take the action of those ideas then the idea becomes just a maybe a, a simple wish for you But that's where over manifestation happens. Too much focus on not taking the action, but only imagining, imagining, imagining. But that's not the work done. You have to. Go. Michael Phelps went and practiced also in the water, you know, for years together. That's how he got the medal as well. Hmm. So people often feel that hey, you know what? The more I want something, the opposite seems to be happening for me. You know, like I didn't want. this business loss to happen for me or i didn't want to lose this opportunity or i didn't want to lose this person but exactly that's what happened exactly many aspects to it number one aspect is that when we are imagining we talk about visualization right so when you're imagining the outcome you want for yourself the relationship the work the money we're doing from a beta level of mind so you're imagining living the great life and a thought comes in what if i fail so in that visualization you have sown the seed you also have sown the weed and most people have this issue that's why you have to visualize at a alpha theta level where the logical mind is not present like in hypnosis right where no logical thought can come in so you're not putting the the anti seed as well in the outcome number one number two people who imagine something they want for themselves and throughout the day they are in a state of fear worry doubts so in morning you imagine for one hour the business success and then the rest of the day you were in fear but listen the way morning energy contributed the 
there will also contribute. Hence, coming back, change the personality. You have to become from the core a joyful person, which is possible. That's what neuroscience says. Brain plasticity. We can rewire the brain. We can rewire the personality. We can become a new person. You have to build habits which keeps you at a higher energy level. So most people would have imagined the goal. They will think of it and then they go back in stress. We were those people. So you are now putting so much negative energy as well. Doubt, fear, obstacle. You will speak those words which will push the manifestation away. So imagine out of day, two hours you spend in managing, imagining the outcome and then eight hours in feeling fear. Who wins? So the big fish is the small fish, right? So you have to then come back, oh my God. And that's where the principle of detachment comes in, in manifestation. You can't throughout the day keep imagining the goal because you cannot be positive throughout the day. So morning you do this and you say, okay, I let it go now. Universe has sent it to you. Now come back and you do the work. Detach from it. So even if you feel negative, the negativity is not entering my goal. It's not punching my goal. You wrote that email. You sent that. Hit that send and forget about it. That's it. The reply will come whenever it comes. That's it. Mm. Come back and then do your work. You can't keep lingering to it because you're not a saint right now. You're not a yogi. The mind is the drunken monkey. It's still not within my control. So the mind will go back. What if this doesn't happen? Then you are stressed now. You're sending stress to it. So detach from the goal and come back to do the work right now. And then the next morning, do the meditation, calm, then visualize the goal, come back, then do the work. So it's a fine balance of imagining and taking actions. Imagining, taking actions. Imagining, taking actions. That's why some people would ripple the things. In the whole of this, hmm. in this entire thing that we have discussed about, right. do you also believe in the idea of surrender? Because yep. oftentimes we think that we are the creator, we are the controller, hmm. we hmm. can control things and hmm. stuff like that. Hmm. Like, you know, it's my job to help, you know, right. while right. it is my responsibility right. to come right. out of it, now I'm going a little right. deeper into this, into the spiritual hmm. Uh, hmm. level. Like, oftentimes, we think that it's my job to, you know, mm. solve all the problem that mm. I have in my life. Mm. You know, it's it has to be in my control. Right. Versus saying that, hey, mm. it's your problem. Absolutely. You solve it. Absolutely. You solve it through me. Absolutely. And then just leave it for the Absolutely. higher energy or whatever Absolutely. God you believe in. Or, you know, you said that bigger energy field, you know. Absolutely. Um, so, do, do you believe Beautiful. in that? Absolutely. A beautiful point. I'm, I'm so happy you brought this point. Now listen, look at your body right now. Mm. Right. In the body, what all things are under your control? Right. Think about this right now. Yeah. The heart is Movement. functioning. Yeah. The heart is functioning. Is, it, is, it, is that within, your, within your control? Not really. The kidneys are working. The lungs. Right. The, what is the minimum which should happen for you to be alive? Your breath. Is that within your control? It's happening on its own. Right. So, uh, hardly for you to be alive, you have to do practically nothing. Just eat food, drink water, go to the morning washroom. That's it. The body is managing its own. How much control you have over the body? Literally nothing. Who is controlling then? The subconscious, nature, or what we call as God, right? So, that's where the role of surrender comes in. If you want to manifest, if you want to have a fruit from a tree, and you have this mango seed in your hand, you say, wow, I have a seed, the potential of having a great tree. Let me go and sow it. So I go, dig the ground, the fertile ground, and I put the seed. As I put the seed, I say, no, listen. The seed is mine. I can't leave the seed in the ground. So I'll take the seed back. How would you manifest? You're not giving it to the nature. Beautiful example. Because the creation is happening through nature. You are putting the intention out. 
but the role of getting it created you eat food but what in the body converts into blood into vitamins into proteins what is that's a process inbuilt in the body you can't say okay i have eaten roti okay body come on take out from the roti the the this this particular element you do not see that part so once you put the seed in the in the ground you leave it because our nature has to do the work right to create it like the way a baby gets developed in the mother's womb who is controlling that process something greater intelligence so we, if you do not surrender it it is now ego from consciousness you have come to ego and this is a very thin line i am the creator i am the only creator i am the creator aham brahmasmi that's what our ancient text said i am that i am right i am god is within me i am god myself right if you look I'm at the universe i am the universe mm. if you look at the you know what we call as the ashtavakra gita it is considered to be the highest text in the spiritual studies right if you do if you read upanishad vedas all of it ultimate is the ashtavakra gita in which the rishi ashtavakra says very clearly you are brahma that's it nothing else the story ends here but that's a good idea to have but if you just have this idea mentally it will make you destructive but if you have experientially to make you free so which means i am the creator even you are the creator and it's also a greater creation over here there is a there's a mix and match of lot of things happening here and all elements has to play a role so if i want something and i'm not letting it go i'm holding it too tightly the seed is in my hand and the nature is never able to uh, pre- put, uh, bring that in reality mm. so surrendering is the very important part and that's where you have to detach from it dear god i have done my work this is my intention my goal i give it to you right and i'm going to put my action now whatever is this happens i accept it but sometimes this will not come in why you you are not completely prepared for it or sometimes you are now you have not done the work required to be done you want to be a billionaire but you have not developed the muscles how to handle failure how to handle success so then you'll meet failures because that failure will show you blind spots mm. oh i miss doing this i miss doing this and that will uh make you improve become better and now you're ready for a success to come So surrendering is a very very important element. Without which, I'll give one example of faith and surrender from from Swami Vivekananda. Right? These teachers had amazing ability to communicate points in stories. Some amazing points, right? Once he was traveling through a village, uh, there was a people in the village said, "Swami ji, there has been no rains for many years here. Can you do something about it? Can you have rains? Uh, can you pray for a rain like no or a you know havan and yag or something like that?" Mm. and he said okay we'll do we'll do a havan for next 3 days mm. third day rain will come mm. 10 o'clock mm. and for 3 days they did the havan mm. morning evening happened third day 10 o'clock mm. and the rain comes cats and dogs of rain literally rains very very heavy and they all said swami ji ki jai swami ji ki jai swami ji ki jai because he brought the rain and then he said no listen wait 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 the rain is not because of you and me mm. the rain is not because of you me you and me they said they all got shocked what but we did the havan you did the havan tapasya we did the prayer he says the rain has come because of that small child standing at the back mm. who on that day came with an umbrella in his hand ah because he believed because he has said rain will come mm. nobody else came with umbrella in his hand mm. faith is active it is when you move in You, you cannot see the reality you cannot see the goal you, you cannot see the outcome how that will be possible for me to raise the fund build the idea build the venture how would i get the right people but in faith you move you move in action you go ahead with that faith 
it is created for you. And you know the the teacher of Paramahansa Yogananda Swami, Yukteswar Giri, right? There's a beautiful quote he said, which is, "If your faith is divine, and I'm, I'm, again, so, uh, apologies if I'm not saying the words correctly. If your faith is divine, then whatever you want, if it's not there in the universe, it shall be created for you." Wow. That's that's why in spiritual studies traditions, faith is a critical element. Without faith, without surrender, you are operating from ego. That I am the one. I am the only one. Not the case. You are a part of a giant process. But you are like a hologram. You cut the holograms, and every part is the whole. You are the part, but the whole itself. Like you take out a drop from the ocean. The drop itself has the ocean as well. The same properties, right? But the drop is the ocean, and the ocean is a drop. We are the part of God, and we are the God. It's a very fine line between, you know, both the points, right? Surrender is a very important process. Wow, Avinash, I really had a great time, you know, having this conversation because this is so vast, and we went so deep into so many aspects of it. And I'm sure right now, somebody who's listening to this might be feeling that, oh my God, there's a lot of information to digest. Right. There's yeah. a lot yeah. to process. Uh, but I think everything that you shared. made sense and it's not something that you just shared from the ancient text and stuff like that now science like you said absolutely. has started backing it up absolutely which is which is really really powerful um so is there anything that we haven't discussed in this topic that you would like to leave our audience with a lot of things i'm sure yeah but uh, <laughs> you know i think the time is now in the hmm. world where okay science is playing a good role because it is now demystifying a lot of spiritual things right but we should not be just dependent on science that okay once the research is proven then i'll do something it's time for us to become a scientist i would do i will see and then i'll believe but if i just believe or do not believe without doing that's an issue so i think a lot of people we are in the greatest time in human history never has been the case that we have such this amount of privilege a mobile device on which we have everything still we have more misery and more fear i think people should I spent time to go deeper to understand these concepts manifestation subconscious because it becomes so easier if you put the mental effort as well because this is a mental effort right if you put the mental effort as well it becomes so easier for you to achieve the results there's a amazing movie on prime uh, amazon prime called as king richard and it's, it's it's on the life of uh, serena and venus williams right and will smith has played the role of the father amazing movie to watch how king uh, richard william smith, will smith he literally planned every part of their daughter's life his daughter's life when they will win the wimbledon when they'll be the champion when they'll be the have this gold medal everything was planned for them and everything happened exactly the same way so i think take up this the work of going deeper about this part because once you have the knowledge the belief and belief comes from knowledge as well i know the science i have more belief about it because it's scientific now right spend time to investigate deeper go deeper no blind beliefs because this is this is a spiritual science right which is greater than than what we call as physical science right go deeper learn master this because if you can do that part it may take 6 months 1 year for you but this will give you the hope and the possibility of living a great life because we all have that seeding within them within us and most of the people we they never open the seed they never sow the seed they they live and they they die one day and maybe to close there is a beautiful uh, you know tradition there's a there's a saying from mexican tradition which is 
we do not die one death we die three death was the first death when you become aware that you'll die one day first death second death when you actually die the day you actually die second death happen was the third death and this is this is amazing they say when for the last time somebody in this world will utter your name that's your last death after that nobody will ever know that somebody like you ever existed on this planet first to death not an under control third is under control and which is what you do with your life what you create out of your life and it's not for selfish reason but can i do something which can impact millions of people like your work right now is impacting millions of people you do not know possibly that maybe your podcast a girl from a village will have the dream like the lady from our country who has won the gold medals what was her name i think you know she won the gold in commonwealth right or this this fellow avinash sable who became the steeple chase uh, silver medalist right somebody listening right now would do the work so i think do something which will give you the possibility of becoming a great soul which by the way is what you are also impacting millions of people that's what life is all so that's what's with the parting message this has been great conversation avinas um i knew that this was going to be great conversation right. and uh, people who are listening to this conversation i was listing the topics that i want to cover in this podcast right. and uh, you know manifestation was one of the topics and i said that hey you know what i know avinas and he is going to be the person whom i'm going to bring in this podcast i'll i'll tell you what the you manifestation manifested. i manifested it and Absolutely. it it so happens that avinas is coming to delhi Absolutely. and you know here we are um, so yeah. you know coincidence you may call it or co-creation co-creation you know as you, you would know, call it you something yeah. right yeah. now you know so social media brand has to be built today right without which though you're doing good work it has to be promoted right so i was telling my wife uh, you know she's also an entrepreneur that lesson are uh, uh, putting video youtube videos consistently and you know writing articles instagram reels that's how you build the brand right and that's a better strategy than to just pay money to facebook for online marketing right and i say but this will take years of time to build if you just keep on putting organic content right so i said what if i just appear on shows of people who have good following how that will be for me and this was guess what this was exactly a week before when we spoke for the first time on the message and next week here comes a message right that you come to delhi and i told her listen we spoke about this last week that let's follow the shortcut and i put the intention universe help me connect with amazing people who are doing amazing work through which i can also spread the work the knowledge the core message so people can change their life and here comes the message so co-creation co-creation this you is amazing you imagine yeah. i and here is a meeting point here is a meeting point this is amazing avinash thank you so much for sharing all the knowledge and wisdom and insight that you have gained over the period of time and i have personally learned a lot and i have asked the questions that i needed answers for which i'm going to you know uh, implement in my own life and journey but uh, keep on doing the amazing work that you are doing in spreading knowledge and helping people uh, achieve their dreams uh, by helping them uplift their an- energy and be in sync with the bigger energy field energy that field. we Absolutely. are all part yeah. of yeah. um yeah. thank you so much once again it's been thank such you. a great conversation same here pleasure and i hope wishing all those people watching this that uh, you know i hope to hear your stories on your comments then they go back and do something and bring, because i get those messages as well so wishing all the best everybody and and really uh, it's the greatest time in the human history we can achieve so much things right but it's just that we need to master the in within first and then the outside right so thank you so much vijay for calling 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this, I want you to do two things for me. Number one, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to the podcast and give five-star ratings. This will help me attract more listeners to this podcast and take this information to a wider audience so that we can help more people grow in their life. And second, share this episode with at least three people in your network who you think need to hear this episode. You never know, just by sharing this episode, you can help them transform their life. Be that person who helps others grow in their life. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.